This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon, good evening, welcome to the award-winning Max Wrestling Podcast, RWT Award for Best Podcast Name, episode 199. You know why we won Best Name? Because we take it to the max every fucking week. I am the Captain Dazzy Dangerously, RWT's Certified Best Podcaster, along with the artist formerly known as the Butcher, RWT's Certified Best Heel, and along with the Podcast Machine slash Knowledge Champion, Mike Larkin. Mike. I will allow you to introduce our first guest in a long time. Yes, uh, <laughs> pleased to have her on. Uh, awesome human being, the villainous havoc herself, Miss Courtney Summers. Courtney, welcome to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's just an exciting time period right now to be a wrestling fan in general. There is so much we have upcoming. We have Wrestle Kingdom tonight. We have also Impact that's going to air tonight in the States. We have Homecoming coming up this Sunday. It's just insane. I can't believe I'm going to use this word, but 2019 is lit. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Also, welcome to 2019. Uh, So, what did we win in the end? Five? Five. Butcher, I think you picked up two. I did. I did. I, I don't agree with it. Oh, personally, I think we should have won best logo as well, but that's just me. Well, I just, <laughs> I think we, sh- I think we should have probably won everything but one, bar one. But that's my opinion, and my opinion doesn't count. <laughs> how how do I win, right? How do I win best gimmick? Yeah. When when, when I've told them it's not a gimmick. <laughs> how, how did I get nominated for something I said it's not? I don't know, but I won it anyway. I'll take it. No, I'll take it. <laughs> take it. Just, just hope he sends me my trophy because he said he's doing it. He's getting us all trophies. I want my trophy. I want my trophy. I do too. I got most knowledgeable. I got the nomination there. I need my trophy. Well, that was a foregone conclusion. How long have you been knowledge champion now? Over 100 plus days. You should have been the only person nominated. <laughs> I mean, y'all could go and get some David Finley C block trophies. I mean, there you go. We'll take them. We'll take them. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be cheap. I wonder if he's going to be cheap, though, and just send us one trophy to share. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real, realistically, he said he was going to send a trophy for every award won. So, I mean, the fact that I've won two would, would obviously would be a pain in the ass sending from the, from the States to Britain. Hey, but yeah, I'm going to have to pay for that, aren't I? 
Oh, yeah, you're the Owen Hart with your two trophies there. But I'm going to have to pay for it. <laughs> well, if they send them together, it'll be cheaper. Yeah, but it's still wait. I know, I know. Bloody post office. Right, oh well, I've got to pay for them. I got to pay for them. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just send, I'll send the son to the post office. Go on, lad. Take your money with you. Go get yourself some sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go uh, selling the trophies to get more sweets. Yeah. All right, so let's just kick it off with the big breaking news that we had this week, um, which we kind of knew months ago anyway, which was All Elite finally being yes. official. Through me. <laughs> I, I, couldn't make me I couldn't make my mind up. I, I, you know what I mean? You can, you can never trust anything that comes out of, you know what I mean? wrestlers mouths yet alone dirt she's mouths yeah. um but but it's fresh isn't it it is it's a fresh idea and competition which we lack yeah you know i think i think also, i think it's, um, it's mr khan the who is uh, the jags owner apparently is like worth three times what vince is worth well it's not just him is it Oh no, it's not just it's about not the money, it's the creative minds behind it. I mean, it. The, the, the fact that once once you get one billionaire, hmm. or one, you know, one person with a billionaire, everyone wants a taste of the pie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a big piece of pie. Vince McMahon's got to be shitting himself. <laughs> As he should be. It's about time he shit himself. I think it's very exciting times, guys. I'm I'm happy to see this company come to fruition for all of them. And uh, personally, I'm just looking forward to seeing what what transpires in the new year that is 2019. Courtney, what do you think about AEW All Elite Wrestling coming to fruition? Well, I kind of knew. I had a gut feeling because as someone who has followed the Bucks for almost a decade now, um, I've kind of learned how to read them and how to read like when they're being cryptic and when they're trolling and when they're just doing something just to see a shit storm, you know, I've kind of learned. Yeah. And so when I heard the trademark, I heard the patent office report. I saw Cody at the Jacksonville Jaguars game. I was like, at this point, there is so much smoke that there's a raging inferno. And yeah. there there was just no way that this was not coming to fruition at this point. And then just to see, you know, the past, I don't even think it's been 24 hours yet uh-huh. since we've Oh, it's learned. been an explosion, isn't it? It's an explosion. And just just to see this as someone who found the Bucks by accident, because I used to try to find any wrestling I could yeah. when I was in high school and in college. And I found NWA from Hollywood, which was produced by David Marquez at the time. And I think it still is. I think he yeah. may do Arizona at this point, but, um, you know, and I saw these two young guys that were my age and they're out there doing this crazy pinche loco shit. (laughs) And 
I say to myself, and the Bucks were kind of the first indie guys that I've called that I said were going to be huge and end up blowing up beyond my wildest imagination. Mm-hmm. And just to see, you know, somebody that I said way back then, I was maybe a senior or just starting college. And just just to see this explosion, to see all in happen last yeah. year in September, to see that now lead to them yeah. owning yes. their own business with the backing of a freaking billionaire. Yeah. It, it, it It's just, it, it's like I keep having to say this and refer to this and make this allegory when it comes to wrestling, especially last year and this year. But I feel like that kid that has been shot up with all kinds of drugs at the dentist's office and is in the backseat of his mom and dad's SUV saying, is this real life right now? <laughs> no. No, I, 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 I get exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, I, you take, like you say, you take that trip with the Bucks and you go from watching them busting their asses to get a shot to that dreaded, I don't know what that was of impact. Oh, I, I, just, I think generation uh, me. Yeah. I think, I think it was a case of a company not believing in what they had. Um, I think it's a case of two guys knowing just how good they are, and they came off pretty arrogant, ignorant. Um, a lot of clashes. Um, moving, moving, obviously back to the Indies, New Japan, becoming this fucking huge huge i'm not even gonna say i'm not even gonna say faction i'm gonna say label it's a label their own brand yeah the elite yeah is a brand well you go to shop and buy it now can you you go in the shop and you can buy it and in the united states at hot topic you can go in and there is now legitimately young bucks pajama pants there is (laughs) Young Bucks, Pop, Funko Pops, Kenny yeah. Omega shirts. It's it's gotten yeah. to a level that it's bigger know, than what it was when Debbie was there. Yeah. You know? mm. I think it's Definitely. just sad. I think it's just sad to see it almost now kind of look cheap. I'm gonna well, use the well, term cheap. Well, let me. Let me just say this. For those that are concerned about Jay White being given leadership in the Bullet Club, I'm just going to tell you this. He is the progeny of Prince Devitt himself. Prince Devitt was the one that handed him the business card to the New Japan Dojo. Yeah. Him and Fale are responsible for Jay being in New Japan. And I'm not just saying this because I love Jay White and I'm jealous yeah. of the heat that that kid gets. Oh, I, I love you. I love you. It's, it's amazing. Um, but whenever I watch him now towards, I want to say about October when he joined the Bullet Club, which by the way, that dude had an epic 26th birthday because he joined the Bullet Club on the 8th and turned 26th on the 9th of October. Yeah. So 
you know, I just watch him and I get the vibe of debit from him. Yeah. Like I haven't got that from a leader of bullet club since mm-hmm. debit. And so that, that tells me that bullet club is going to be fine at this point. Like Thomas said, so. they said, when they said, when this guy left, they said we were dead. When this one mm-hmm. left, when this one left, they said we were dead at this point. Bullet Club is a freaking zombie, and you're going to have to just shoot it in the head to kill it. it it's, it's gotten that big. And it's the same with the Elite. So it's it's just to see that one group just yeah. keep producing these superstars and, and like, supernovas. It's my, – my hat's off to you, Gato. You're, you're mean, a freaking yes. – I've seen a lot of people obviously talking, and people are going to talk. I mean, about this AEW, yeah, and and it's not going to stop. They're not going to stop talking. I keep reading, obviously, about signings. I mean, my personal view on it is, you, you they they're going to have, they're already going to have people. You know what I mean? Indie stars. You know what I mean? Osprey. Osprey's not contracted to New Japan, is he? So, I mean, they're going to have a lineup of people already, and they're going to watch how 2019 goes until they start spending big bucks. But like you said, they've got the, they've got that big chief with billions to spend, and he's going to want to put a few more thousand butts in a seat. So he's going to want something, isn't he? You know, I'm, I'm reading a list of names from Shinsuke Nakamura to AJ Styles. We know AJ Styles is out of contract. Like, you know what I mean? In this year, we know he is. Does AJ go? Does AJ leave WWE and go for that one last run? Because I mean, AEW. Do you think it's going to be based in the United States? Or is it going to be all over? I mean, Courtney, can you give an insight into that? Um, I think it's going to be domestic to start out with. It's going to be mostly based in the United States, preferably. Probably what I've heard is they're going to do an all-in double, two double or nothing. And what I'm hearing is Vegas, and they're going to try to do 20,000. Wow. And that's how they're going to start this off. That's what I'm hearing. Um, but that can change between now and whenever. And they could also try to stick close to the southeastern United States where the Jaguars yeah. are headquartered. So, so what we do then, what we do then is enjoy the 2019 ride and then watch them rival, rival Vince at WrestleMania 2020. <laughs> that's that's. That's what I would say, and I think it's kind of already starting. I think um, the OG block party that they're doing WrestleMania weekend, I believe, I think that that's kind of the start of this, too. Yeah. I think that's kind of associated with it, and it's just not being publicly acknowledged because mm-hmm. the way that they're doing this is very similar, if not identical, to the way that they did all in. Except for this is a much quicker build and a much quicker reveal of information than we got for all in. I think that's one thing's difference. for sure, isn't it? I think one thing's for sure now is the uh, 
the free agents list and all this uh, indie talent that used to go to NXT. <laughs> it just got interesting. Yeah, they got options. Yeah. It just got and interesting. And as far as Shinsuke and AJ possibly going back um, or going to AEW or maybe going back to New Japan itself, dudes, I would give my left kidney. I would let Fergal Devitt named my child Lego Brick if he wanted to for him just to come back and be a real rock and roll over one more time. But, I mean, honestly, those guys are so financially comfortable at mm-hmm. point with that WWE money that, yeah. you know, unless they're really, they just get to a point where they're just disgruntled, you know, yeah. personally. I think AJ had said, though, didn't he? I think AJ had said, didn't he, that 2020 would be his final year. I think that was a promise he said he'd made to his wife. So I think I think the age I think the uh, Shinsuke not so much. I think Shinsuke kind of like you said, Courtney likes the money. Um, AJ though, AJ is the one that worries me. Even Daniel Bryan worries me. I know he's signed yeah. a two-year extension. I'd love to see Daniel Bryan Omega. Man. Daniel Bryan. I'd I'd love to see Daniel Bryan and Cody. Oh my goodness, that would be great. And just... even, you know, if Abushi is going to be involved in this, because there's some wardrobe conspiracy theories yeah. going on right now online. There's a picture of Abushi in this Supreme jacket that has like poker chips and stuff on it, and people yeah. are drawing comparisons like double or nothing. The poker chips. Yeah. Abushi yeah, yeah. is going to do double or nothing. You know, people are already it's, trying to go yeah, off the tinfoil hat rabbit hole. It's exciting, but isn't it? It's it, it, it is fresh. It is such a time to be alive, and we are so blessed that we live in an age where we have the technology to, at this point, be able to hear news live as it happens. Like last night, they had the festival. From New Japan, and I watched that live, and it was amazing to get to see that, mm-hmm. you know, or from the UK, because, you know, it's just a crazy, insane time to be alive, and because of that, because of the fact that a third of my body lives in three different time zones, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. yes. you know, like, a third of my body lives in the UK or the European time zone. A third of it lives in either New York or Chicago, and then a third of it lives in Tokyo. So I'm permanently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> and I gotta say, you have a great headline there, Daniel Bryan and Cody. Ever go out? We got American Dragon versus the American Nightmare. Boom. I think. Fuck it. I think. Do you know what? Right. I think the thing that saddens me the most, and it does sadden me, is the is the name. It it really it, it niggles me that he he doesn't have the one thing. I like the fact that he's made a name for himself without owning that second name, and everyone knows what his second name is. But to be not to not be able to put that name what he was born as on his merchandise, I think that's pretty shitty. Yeah, you know. You can't be I mean, happy with yourself as a, as an owner of a company and just do that. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. We all know that Vincent Kennedy McMahon has a secret fourth name, and it's Petty. Mm-hmm. Vince is Petty as fuck. He is going to do anything and everything he can to fuck with you to make your life hell. I mean, look mm-hmm. at what he did with CM Punk and Colt Cabana. Now yeah. those two went from closer than most brothers to now they're in a legal battle with each other. Yeah. You know, and so, but I also think that that made him stronger in a way because he didn't get to rely on that last name. He had to make something of his own and make his own way in his own journey. And there was something a little extra beautiful about that. And if you ever look at, look at his lyrics to his theme song that down state wrote, especially for him, you know, he said, like, you, you can't take my name. Like, yeah, like, you took it, but guess what? You really can't take it because, well, it's just, I mean, look. It's almost kind of, like, added to his story, isn't it? It has you know, added it, another it, layer his father, to it. His father was more than just a wrestler, mm-hmm. more than just a personality. His father in his own, you know, in his own right was brought so much money and attention to companies like the NWA, um, WWF, WCW, you know, um, another another promotions, um, just just from the way he, he interacted with the camera, and it just it oozes, Ooh, not just Cody, but Dustin too. You know, yeah. I I, they, I can see both. Dustin going and working working with the, I, I can see very very soon the release. I could see that as well. I could definitely see Dustin, you know, going and helping Cody out. I could definitely see that happening. Um, but he's a young you know, lad. It's, it's just now he's a promoter, mm-hmm. or well, whatever his status, some some sort. What was it? Executive. I think executive vice president. I think yeah. is yeah. what is the title that I heard. But you know, like you can see it. You can see in both Dustin and Cody, you can see their dad shine through so often. When he won that NWA title at All In, it smacked you in the face that this was Dusty Mm -hmm. Rhodes' kid. And it was just beautiful, and I cried. No, I did. I did. I did. I'm sitting there emotional as hell. And then, like you, like you know, all in that night, they took you on that journey, and yeah. you had everything from the penis druid that made you laugh. You had, you know, that emotional moment. You had that crazy, you know, down to the wire finish. So I'm and then everybody breathed a sigh, yeah. a sigh of relief whenever I'm... it went off the air. You know. Yeah, I think I'm gonna compare it to. I mean, no disrespect to NWA. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of being revitalized under Corgan. It's not it's not where it's not where it should be. But I think I do think something's going to come off big for Corgan from this AEW. I do think that. Um, but yeah, obviously, and, you look at the seeing, champions before. And seeing what Billy has done with NWA, it makes you really yeah. think if if you know he had gotten a chance when. Yeah. She who shall not be named. Yeah, yeah. You know, when when she who shall not be named. Not gonna say her name. I love I love I love this woman. She sounds so much like me. 
Yep. <laughs> you she know, shall like, not be named. Yeah. If, 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 you know, if she would have given him a chance and would have let him take over, you know, what would have been back done? You know, and where would it took, be? She took his money and wasted it, didn't she? Yeah. That's what she did. Yep. And a clueless, yeah, a clueless yep. woman that led the whole wrestling world on a shitty journey and buried a buried a what could have been a very very successful company. Yeah, that's what, and, that's and what I, that was. I think they still have a shot. I mean, I, I legitimately think that they do with the the roster that they have right now. You know, mm-hmm. if maybe if Impact does end up working with AEW. You know, like that could benefit so many of their wrestlers, and I think it really should be a united effort to. Yeah. You to see, work Courtney, I, I want to believe you. I want to believe you. God knows, I want to believe you. I've gone from 2002 all the way through, and I think it was when was that? When was that brick wall that I hit? Well, uh, well, 2010 was when Hogan came in, and then it started. Oh, with no, you see what? I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna get jump on the Hogan Bischoff bandwagon. Okay. I'm gonna do that because I enjoyed it. Yeah, I right. did. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the TV time. I enjoyed the Aces and Eights up until, up until, Bully Ray was unveiled. I love the element of surprise with things. You know what I mean? I, I like. I like things like that. Good storytelling. I think where it went wrong with me is exactly where Courtney just said. Corgan came in. You could see uh, what was what was the group's name with uh, Kingston. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, the uh, oh the uh, DCC. Them. Yeah. Yes. So you could see the creativity already starting to work. Rose Rosemary's character was getting was getting more creative. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, crazy Steve, Abyss, that that was working a treat. Yeah. You, you could, you know, Matt Hardy was yep, was red hot, red hot, biggest thing in wrestling, and that pissed me right off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also at that time, no. you know, because Corgan is best friends with Manson, yep. you had yeah. Yeah. The, the decay coming out to the nobodies, yeah. Yeah. which. I love that, yeah. and I love yeah. that fact that we had that impact had that connection, and then they just lost that. It just went. It just went. It, it, and, it, and it was just. It was so sad, so sad to see that it it, it, it literally had just hit rock bottom. And Anthem have come in. I think Anthem have come in say, saying a lot more than what they can do. I think it still lacks a major, major, major creative mind. I mean, I'd like to think that... Um, I want to say Scott Demore still got it. I don't believe Scott Scott Demore still got it. Um, Don Callis. I, I want to believe Callis can turn it around because I, I think listening I from think... all the things that's coming out of him, he wants to, you can see it. Callis is hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got good relationships, isn't he, with Cody and Omega, Bill Bucks. Yep. So, you know, let's let's see where it goes. Yeah, and I mean, they have Jimmy Jacobs working in their creative department as well. 
and you know with guys and gals on the roster like they have right now you know they would have to make some pretty foolish decisions and some pretty foolish choices in order to mess this up because with a guy like the guy that connected me and Michael with a guy like Killer Cross oh. on your roster how do you mess that up uh, yeah, I get you I get with, you but Mike, Michael tell somebody, you that. Michael tell with, you I love, I love that man he's just has such great psychology oh, and that man. dude's going to be a world champion and it's just it's so good and first and foremost Courtney I got to say to you can we just call you Courtney Cross now instead of Courtney Summers I saw that video <laughs> Courtney oh, Cross. I, I quite like it. that. I quite does, like that. Does. Courtney Cross. Courtney Cross. My husband started that. <laughs> I like and that. He, he does it to mess with me. And I like that. So, so now it's kind of stuck. And I can't get away from it. So it's like at this point, do I just... Do I just put the freaking red X emoji after my first name on Twitter and just... I like that, you know. No, I like it. Like it. Courtney Cross. I do like it. It's quirky. <laughs> it's quirky. It's catchy. It is. Let's let's see. Let's see if Mr. Cross himself has you as his manager his, you know what I mean? He's valet. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, well, I think he's in good hands right now. Scarlet Porto. Oh, this killer smoke show, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like and like Don Callis was saying sexy and edgy. I like, I like the a, fact that there's this selfie. There's this yeah. selfie pic that Scarlett posted of her and Cross, and somebody said, somebody just posed the question, like, "What does he mean when he says sexy and edgy?" And <laughs> I just dropped that picture and I said, "That's what he means." Boom. And they're like, and people are like, "Oh." I just think when you when you've got a commodity like that, you can't waste it. But they won't be wasting it because anyone, anyone with a brain cell in, in a wrestling biz, business that knows, you know, in-ring psychology and knows the star when they see it, they'll be rubbing their hands together and going, "He's money." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you that's know, why. So... Like, I am so desperate for Cross to be a part of New Japan. You have no mm. freaking idea, guys. Like, he would fit in so well in different. Factions or groups. I'd love to but... see him with Los Inagolas, if I'm honest. That's one. Yeah, That's I would one. love to see him in there. And also, one thing that was brought to my attention is that both Cross and Jay White, who Jay White, I love, I love him. Like him and Omega are my two favorites in New Japan. So it's been brought to my attention. Both of them love the Saito Suplex. Both love playing mind games. Mm-hmm. Both, both are top tier heel level guys. You put Cross as Jay White's bodyguard or heater. That's some money. I do like All that. I do like that idea. I, I, I just, I think I, I prefer an idea of Chris Jericho talking shit and the lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I and like that idea. Y2J. Yep, there you go. Killer Cross and Y2J, fresh matchup. I know a lot of people oh, want to see uh, Killer Cross against the great Minoru Suzuki. The beauty, the, the beauty of Chris Jericho is 
Chris Jericho's not too big to take a pinfall to anyone. No. Or, or put talent no, over. No, no, no. You know? I mean, he put JTG um, over, for God's sake. I so think, I think, Jericho... I, think, <laughs> I think the thing with Jericho is Jericho still enjoys the business. Jericho doesn't do it just for the payday or the, or the money, even though that's nice. I honestly do believe in, in the heart of hearts that Chris Jericho still does it because he loves it. I don't believe yeah. the cliche of all these guys coming out like John Cena. I do this. I don't believe he loves it as much as he says he does. I mean, fuck's sake, look at the state of him. Yeah, well, I mean, I look, mean look at that. No, what, why do you need year? to look like Mark Wahlberg when you look when you're John Cena? <laughs> I mean, look at what was it two know, years ago? The when... amount of income that Jericho has accrued over the years from both yeah. Fozzie wrestling and yeah. other appearances he's made in pop culture. He I wouldn't be surprised if You know, like he's comfortable enough to where he could just sit at home and do nothing. But no, he wants to work. He still has a drive yeah. and a hustle yeah. and an ambition, you know, still to this day, as do a lot of other people in the business. You know, and yeah. I just think it's just the thing of with wrestling. Wrestling is kind of like heroin. Once you take one shot, you can't mm-hmm. stop. It, it, mm-hmm. it once it gets in your veins, you are addicted for the rest of your freaking life. And you can try to lie and tell yourself, "Oh, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna retire." You know, well, why mm-hmm. do you think Ric Flair was so excited to say, "Hey, they told me that I can take a bump now," and everybody's like, mm-hmm. "Nope, we don't want this," but he still wants it. Mm-hmm. Never let go, for Ric Flair. You'll never let it go. <laughs> while 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 he lives and breathes, like Terry Funk. Yeah. It's, it's it's all it's it's that they don't believe they're anything else but professional wrestling. It's all they know. You know, it, while 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 there's electric, you know what I mean. Yeah, they want to they yep. want to be the spark. I think Sting would still be going if he hadn't got injured as well. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, yep. uh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I just, I just think Sting wasn't the same guy he was many, many years ago. That just comes with age. I really don't want to see a Ric Flair. I can't see them bingo wings, man. No. <laughs> no. No, Rick. Don't do nope, it, man. Nope, don't do it, the last, The last thing I want to see is Ric Flair wrestling with the T-shirts on. <laughs> no, man. I've got to see Rick. i got to see Ric Flair as the nature boy. He's got to be the nature. He's not the nature boy anymore. He's, I don't he's want... at this, I, I hate to say this because he is a legend in his own yeah. right. Yeah. But at this point, he's Charlotte's crazy old dad. <laughs> yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> he's living through his daughter, and I think he he, see, he sees the success she's having, and he just wants one more bite of it, doesn't he? Mm. Yep. I think, he'd be, I think he'd be happy if he died in the ring. So you Making him like Randy the Ram, like Mickey Rourke and the Wrestler. Oh, I, say I love that film. That's a hell of a film. Yep. I love that film. Although I do believe yeah. a lot of it was based heavily on Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. My husband, you know, me and Jake, Jake's my icon. Yeah. Jake's my man. Yep. I'm and so that's why, that's why I, I love, that's why I love Killer Cross so much because I look at Jake. And I see the psychology, the stories Jake used to tell, and that that's that's cross, man. That's cross. Yeah, because cause like with cross, he can go from almost this sinister whisper mm-hmm. 
that mm-hmm. then he kind of goes into these explosive, yeah, you know, like three or four seconds, and then yeah. just goes right back down to it. It's He's like the character very... from uh, James McAvoy split, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's it multiple is, personality. It's so fucking it's good. Insane. It's like, I sat there whenever I, I think it was, I want to say in, in the summer sometime, or actually finally got up the courage and said, okay, now it's time to nut up. We need to sweep this guy, see if he has any more footage that you can find. Because at this point, I was just hooked. And I was just watching his stuff from Impact's YouTube channel, you yeah. know, on repeat at this point. So I shoot him a tweet and he tells me, you know, here's my website, which is a genius idea on his part, by the way. Everything you could ever want to know about Killer Frost, the character, merch, social media, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. all in one place. Freaking genius, intelligent idea. Yeah. Yeah, and he takes charge of his own, his own his own career, doesn't he? That that's what I like about him. Yeah, you know, and so he tells me, and then I find his YouTube channel, and I tell you, I watched that whole entire YouTube channel in chronological order over about two or three weeks, and I was enthralled with the way that he could go from one thing to the next and just keep going, yeah. and how this character evolved like it went from here's just Kevin Cross this kind of scary dude to now he's turning to Killer Cross and mm-hmm. holy fucking shit he's a real yeah. fucking threat and he'll dive bomb you on your head and not think twice about it and you probably should call the police <laughs> I think yeah. he's got a very very unique style as well I mean I watch him and I think there ain't nothing the guy can he reminds me a lot of Arn Anderson when I watch him. I can see that. He reminds me of Anne, and I just think, wow. And also his... And Scott Hall. Yeah, and his... The way that he pulls off those freaking suplexes... Yeah. I'm I'm just sitting there, like, jaw dropped to the freaking floor. Like, the explosivity that he has. It's just off the charts. I think one of his favourite matches I've seen him was against Walter, and it was just fucking, it was just endless. He's had like so many of those. The one that he had with Jeff Cobb, he's had a lot of great mm-hmm. ones like that. Oh, he's he's unreal. He's unreal. And See, also, you, t- you talk have... about it, it makes you smile, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. When it, whenever. I see the name Killer Cross go across my timeline, and it's mm-hmm. not me trying to push push his stuff because. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I'll just retweet his stuff just to retweet it, just to get it out yeah. there, because I know that, hey, I've got people that maybe don't know about him, so hey, let's yeah. let's get this guy pushed to the moon, because he freaking earned it with all the stuff that he does, you know, working out like crazy, dieting like crazy, yeah, you know, making time for the fans on social media, you know, like, with... Me and Cross, anyway, like, I'll get a like or a response from him, like, every other day. Yeah. And, and, and that is just unbelievable, unheard of in this business today, that anybody mm-hmm. is that interactive with their fan base. And... Oh, so I've, I've, I've had a few inboxes from him, messages off him, like, yeah, 
Um, do you know, and, and like you just said, that anyone that can take, you know, they're they're busy, busy, busy people. But anyone that can take just five minutes, do you know? And face it, they get thousands, thousands of messages. You know yeah. what I mean? But when they look at one and and they actually acknowledge it, you know, and they say thank you, they don't have to say it. Give you a sentence, thank you. That's it. In a nutshell, you know. Yeah, and especially me, someone that's more creatively based and, you know, Cross actually inspired a whole poetry site and a whole project that I started, yeah. you know, based off of one thing that he inspired me with, you know, just to hear him, you know, come back with, you know, like just outstanding or, you know, even if he gives me the devil yeah. horns emoji, you know, like that's acknowledgement enough, you know. Yeah. You're listening to Not Dead Yet by Bullet for My Valentine, taken from their new album Gravity, available on iTunes and Spotify. And here's the theme song for podcast promo Rumble 4, which comes your way January 25th, featuring Amir Costello defending the promo championship, Mike Larkin defending the knowledge championship, and we predict NXT TakeOver and the Royal Rumble. Okay, so, as we said, Wrestle Kingdom's coming up. Yes, it is. Excited. Yes, it is. Excited. Uh, Excited. Ten matches. Wrestling Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get to love Christmas again. Again. Uh, so we don't have the Battle Royal this year. We don't? Uh, instead, I'm actually pleased about that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of I'm Battle pleased. Royals. I n- I've never liked Battle Royals, really. They're just, to me, like an excuse Plus to get folks. everybody on the show. Clusterfuck. It's just. I mean. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Well, I mean, the only. I feel bad just for, like, the legends and the young lions and those type of guys, you know, that would normally be in that battle royal, you know? But I kind of understand why they're trying to change things up and do things a little bit differently so that they can further expand westward, like they're trying to do. You know, I kind of understand why. But, you know, I hear I the rumour. I've heard the rumour that uh, Kitamura could uh, return. I like Kitamura. I want to see this in this gauntlet. Yeah, I was enjoying him, and then he just disappeared. He had um, some major, uh, some sort of. Well, I re- I read I read he was released, mm. but then I read. Issues with their uh, concussion, um, neck issues, herniated discs, and I was thinking, you, you know what? He's he's a young lad. You know what I mean? He can he can have surgery. Why would you release him? Yeah. You know what I mean? He he come off. He was possibly one of the most successful people in terms of the lions. In, in terms of the lions, then wasn't he the young lions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, I think, and plus Japan is so private about injuries and injury yeah. status as it is. That's just how they are as a culture. You know, like yeah. that's why, you know, it took like Kenny coming out twice last year and saying that he was hurt personally for us to yeah. even learn it. And that's why we're only learning from Hiromu, his status, you know, yeah. whatever that may be, yeah. as cryptic as yeah. that gets. And it was the same with Shibata, wasn't it? Mm. It was the same yeah. with Shibata. They they just basically wrapped him up in cotton wool, and no one's seen anything of him until he walked out. Uh, was it last October, September, October? Yep, that's where he came out and he got that huge G1, reaction, wasn't it? It was the mm-hmm. G1, wasn't G1. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. We 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 say that, Courtney. Is yeah, they're, they're very secretive. Um, I just think, or... why would you release something so young? Yeah, I don't think they have released well, him. I maybe, mean, maybe it's a case. Maybe it's a case of like with Paige, where you know, despite the fact that they're so young, if you know you're staying in concussion and neck issues, maybe there is something similar to what happened mm-hmm. with Paige going on. You know, mm-hmm. and we just don't know it. That's the one thing that you know when you said you know concussion, neck issues. He carries a lot of muscle, doesn't he, for his age? Yeah, as well. they all do because they're because they're put through hell in that dojo. The dojo Me life too. is literal hell yeah. on earth. Like well, I watched the I watched a great documentary on on it, and it is eye opening. Just how you see like uh, WWE's uh, develop development, and then you you see that, and you know what I mean. It, well, the the treated almost like. Uh, like the army which would you know back back in like the the 70s 80s it's basically like boot camp yeah yeah like 30 or 40 years ago it yeah. really is like and i think it's respect there's isn't a it? reason there's a reason why sure wwe has like the the finer facility financially but they're spoiled as fuck there yeah yeah over yeah. in Japan at that dojo or even in LA, which they're in LA, they're not going to have it as hard as they have it in um, actual Tokyo. They're not going to have it as hard. And, um, You know, you have that environment. It fosters an environment for wanting to be great and wanting to rise above and be the cream that rises to the top, in my opinion anyway, and you see how precise they are. Like, they have, like, a stick and if they go above the stick they've got to repeat the drill over and over Mm -hmm. again until they get it right you know you just see this and it creates a superstar like a jay white who came from that system when he didn't have to jay white did not have to go in as a young lion Mm -hmm. because he already had some experience behind him but he still chose to because that is like getting a harvard education like that is Mm -hmm. That's the scholastic equivalent allegory I can make here. It's like mm. if you go and you and you are in that New Japan dojo or any dojo in Japan in wrestling for that matter, you are getting a Harvard style education. You're getting the best. Jay, it was Jay and Finley, wasn't it? Jay and Finley left the New Japan to go to ROH and continue their progression there, didn't they? And then they came back to New Japan in 2000 and it was the was it the end of 2016 beginning of 2017 yeah around that time period correct yeah 
It's it is. It's 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 it's, it's, it's graft. And like you say, at most they teach you to respect yourself and respect everyone around you, which which it's not the case with WWE much, is it? Yeah, like you know, you're not you're, the, you're there to value your paycheck. Environment either, you know, like they're all they're all living in these nice condo style townhouse yeah, apartments yeah. in Winter yeah. Park, Florida, where they're all living and they're all staying in the same apartment complex unless they chose to move yeah. somewhere else. You know, nobody's living in the same communal environment where, you know, if somebody doesn't clean the toilet, then they're yeah. everybody gets in trouble. You know, That's or if somebody's not clean or if somebody's getting drunk or wasted all the time, you know, yeah. different things like that. There isn't that common brotherhood and common camaraderie that there is in a dojo type system, which is WWE why for isn't what it was. Great. WWE isn't what it once was. It's it's the, 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 they value a paycheck. They don't value the position anymore. WWE is basically McDonald's at this point. Sure, exactly. they yeah. serve they serve a billion people, but are the hamburgers really as good as like an In and Out no. or Five Guys or something well, like that? Well, we know that. No, we see. I get in I get in trouble, Courtney, quite a lot because I always have this reference, and I always say wrestling fans, wrestling fans, because I do firmly believe you can like most of the majority of WWE fans are not wrestling fans. They're not. You know, you from from an audience perspective to looking sometimes in groups and forums and listen and watching the way they talk, they're not wrestling fans, and you can tell that when the likes of Shinsuke Nakamura is in a ring, in a ring on NXT, different. In a ring in a W in on SmackDown or Raw, completely different. They don't they don't get the the, the privilege. They're not privileged, the audience. They, you know, and they, and they have not seen, and I guarantee you, the vast majority of WWE's audience has not seen Shinsuke Nakamura's no. work pre NXT. They haven't seen AJ Styles' work pre. That's it. That's, WWE. that's exactly what I said. And they yeah, and exactly they don't understand, and they don't understand why we're the people who have been watching New Japan like I yeah. have. I've been watching New Japan full time since about like 2012. Um, you know, they don't see what we've been seeing and what yeah. we've been ranting and raving about. So therefore, they look at us like we're freaking crazy when we're. I mean, it's weird. Like it's weird because I know. That, hey, I know we all deserves come. better than we got last year. I'm yeah. gonna be honest because yeah. I was yeah, I no, was at WrestleMania in New Orleans, and I was freaking pissed because I'm like, okay, this guy worked his ass off, busted his ass off so freaking hard in Japan for this moment for him to just end it with just low blow and AJ Styles and then starting the joke of Shinsuke Kok Nakamura all year and making him a freaking joke. Like it, I was legitimately hot. And then the main event that they had with Brock and Roman, which I was legitimately uncomfortable, like sitting there, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here thinking like, this is the moment that, that all these guys dream about. We may not like their character specifically or what, whatnot but still you know just the amount of you know fan disservice that was done for that mania build in particular you know yeah that just it blew back in vince's face so bad and continued to up to the point of late this year that he has to acknowledge yeah i fucked up which <laughs> well, he just, never does just, 
it's why I always relate to WWE fans. No, also not WWE, all WWE fans, but WWE fans in general, because you can spot a WWE fan. And I mean, when I say WWE fan, I know you only watch WWE and possibly a little bit of Impact Wrestling and whatever else. Mm-hmm. You can spot them, and I call them sheep, don't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, WWE they, sheep. They they go on to any bandwagon that is presented yeah. to them as quickly as they as they will close their eyes. It, it's you know, insane. You can and go in a wrestling group, WWE, and you can say, who's your favorite wrestler? And the amount that will straight away go AJ Styles. And I'm like, okay, without being ignorant... Do you actually know who AJ Styles is? When we, when did you start watching AJ Styles? Uh, to, 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 2013? Okay, yeah. Well, yep. it, it, you don't know AJ Styles. <laughs> you don't know AJ yeah, Styles. If, if you haven't been through AJ Styles' baby career in the asylum in, all, in Nashville, yep. you know, yeah. you, you haven't... You don't know AJ Styles. You, you haven't been on that ride. You haven't. You ain't seen. You, you ain't know. seen Unbreakable 2005. You don't know AJ Styles. Oh no. <laughs> you don't know AJ <laughs> Styles. Get the fuck out of here. It, and it and it only takes like a little bit of research too, and that's the that's the bad that's thing about WWE fans. Like they that, don't exactly wanna, that. Exactly they, they don't want to go out yeah. and they don't want to take the time like research. I'll do. And they don't want to just go on YouTube and just type AJ Styles in JPW. And there are a crap ton of videos that come up about that. You can search AJ Styles, Impact Wrestling, or TNA, or whatever the case may be. It's whatever like, the name um, was at the time. It's so easy. It's like another one I always like to use, and I do always like to use this guy, is the amount of people that go, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode sucks. Bobby Roode, man. Fucking F Bobby Roode, man. He's got no talent at all. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying he's got no talent. But let's rewind 12 months. You were kissing his ass. Mm -hmm. And then let's rewind all them years. You've never known Bobby Roode. And let me take you to a trip where they faced Triple X in a cave. You know know what I mean? Well, AMW versus Triple X. Let me take take you to when Beer Money won, you know what I mean? Or Bobby Roode's the most successful longest reigning TNA world. Impact Wrestling Champion. And Bobby and Bobby Roode, who had nuclear freaking heat, remember when they did that whole Tracy Brooks storyline with him? Yeah. Where oh, he yeah. was like almost to a point of abusive to her? Yeah, they were bringing in all the managers. Yep. And he had the freaking nuclear heat. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that, and I'm like, why the fuck? When you have somebody that can attract nuclear heat like that, yeah. why is why are they a freaking baby face? Why is Bobby Roode a white meat uh-huh. freaking baby face? Why is he not a freaking monster heel who says, I'm coming for you, your women, and your money? Now give me all three. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They need to and, use him. They need to use him like, uh, like a Ted DiBiase. Like a million dollar man, yeah. They do. That's how they need to use him. Utilize, utilize him properly. Utilize him like a macho man. You know, macho man heel with Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you I've know. always advocated for him. Him and in his case, anyway. Tell you what would be good. A feud between him and Z- Z- a feud with the, between him and Almas, and have him take Zelina Vega. 
That would be gold. Didn't we say that when he was US champion? Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't do it. They didn't so do nothing. They put him on Raw instead. You, you imagine her by him. I like Almas, and I think she... But she's not benefiting Almas anymore. Mm. It's mm. done. Vince doesn't believe in Almas. Vince I, doesn't I believe in anyone. I selfishly want Zelina and Alistair Black together one day. <laughs> like, course, legitimately. Yes. Because I love those two as a couple. <laughs> it's a weird but... one, isn't it? It is. I almost like when that came out, I was like, I was like, no, this is bullshit, man. No way. There's no way it's something. She's beautiful. I understand <laughs> it because it, it's the thing of, see, we're both, both me and Zelina are part Latina. Both of us love the bad guys with the tattoos and all of that crap. And so I totally freaking get it. I can totally understand it. Totally and 100%. You know. Uh-huh. I can I can understand. And as someone who had a crush on Alistair Black back when he was Tommy in. Mm-hmm. Like back, I want to say four or five years ago. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I understand it. I, I, I see what she sees. <laughs> Tommy Ann, but he but, it's weird because when you watch him as Tommy you know, End, you know who, you when you watch who? him as Tommy End and then watch him as Black as Tommy End, he was a bad man. Yeah, you know, a bad man. So much. This Marion Death Squad stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. But you know who I just thought of for Bobby Roode? If oh, she can't, if she can't really compete that much because of her concussion issues. Alexa Bliss. Oh yes, there you go. Perfect attitude for that crap. I'd rather that than some talk show crap. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Most definitely. We don't need another talk show on Raw. No. So it is. So it is obviously major. Major concussions. Are... Yeah, they're yeah. obviously keeping her out of the ring. Fox. And see, my my thing is, is I know the women are wanting to go harder and everything. But I think that they are not being necessarily trained to the degree that they should be. Yeah. Because yeah. if you look at the higher rate of incidences of injuries, since they've really gone full speed with this women's evolution or revolution or whatever term Stephanie is using this week, um, you know, you see an increase in female injuries. And I think that they need to, particularly the the female roster that hasn't had the benefit of the performance center need to go down there every now and again and refresh themselves and kind of learn some new techniques that maybe they need to learn because the technique in the ring is always changing. Maybe the basics are the same, but yeah, you know, always learning new ways about how we can hit this move and do this better and more efficiently to where your risk of injury goes lower. You know, there's always different things that you can learn as a wrestler. You can never stop improving. So Mm -hmm. that would be my suggestion, bare minimum right now. Because with, you know, all the injuries with Nia Jax happening, all the injuries, you know, possibly with Ronda, you know, which Mm -hmm. a lot of this Alexa stuff stems from is Ronda. Yeah, well, they brought in the Beast, haven't they? And she she wasn't as ready as the world thought she was. Yeah, she hasn't learned how to control her strength mm-hmm. and explosivity yet. 
And if you're coming from legitimate combat sports, like even Cross has said it himself, like when you come from legitimate combat sports, speaking to somebody who, you know, like I've just done kickboxing and maybe some mixed martial arts classes here and there. Yeah. But, you know, when you've done that legitimate stuff, when you get into a situation and you get to where you're, you're to a point where you feel like you have to hit somebody back just naturally, you're yeah. going to go knock the fuck out of somebody. Yeah. And Rhonda has that killer knock the fuck out of you instinct ingrained in her. And it's mm-hmm. going to take a while to take that out and mm-hmm. to replace that with a little bit less aggressiveness and a little bit less explosivity. It's going to take a while, mm-hmm. but I mean, they need to work with her on that. And Rhonda and needs to find her balance. She does. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it's going to take time. And, People need to realize, even though, yes, she was the baddest woman in the planet from MMA, going from MMA to professional wrestling is night and day. It, it really is different things. I mean, that, uh, look at... Look that at, name look and at terminology me. annoys me so much. Or baddest woman huh? on the planet. Baddest woman on the planet it really does annoy me. Because I think... Well, were you? I mean, <laughs> Ollie Holm I mean, sure, sure and Amanda Nunes are different. Of- yeah, I mean, like, sure, the title is hyped up, but that's the WWE hype machine, and they're going to use I wanna that for versus Baszler. That's what I want to see. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see her and Baszler utterly beat the crap out of each other. It obviously would work better if she'd retired undefeated, but shit yeah. happens. Well, it's, it, that's just what I mean. It's jumping on the Ken Shamrock bandwagon. Yeah. You know... And people, you know, it's some and Bobby Lashley as well. We said this about Bobby Lashley at Impact, mm. calling him the Destroyer. You know, I, I get it. It's marketing tools. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it, they're giving you a status which is higher than anyone else. You know what I mean? They're putting you top of the tree. And if you're going to be top of the tree, you've got to have a a catchy. You know what I mean? I get that. Well, I get that. Remember that time period where everybody had a freaking nickname? Yeah. yeah. Every freaking body. And yeah. they still try to make that crap happen. And then, like, they have, like, these shirts that they're now putting out. And, like, people are putting out little videos of their screen on their phone and how it took them, like, less than 30 seconds to make the T-shirt that WWE put out. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really <laughs> see the lack of creativity and the lack yeah. of original thought in WWE programming right now. And it's why, like, if it's not Becky at this point, I, I don't really care. And and it, like, I, TLC, oh. I didn't even watch it. And it was the first pay-per-view. Like, my husband's like, what is wrong with you? If you're not watching a WWE pay-per-view, what is wrong with you, girl? I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just not interested. He's like, he's like, Vince managed to break you? Holy shit. Because I've been... A, addicted to wrestling as long as basically I could talk. So for me to basically outright say I'm not going to watch something, you know, with one of my favorite performers on the planet, Becky Lynch on it, that tells you that you've got some... On the subject of Becky Lynch, I mean, what a promo. Oh my god. The throwing John Cena out the ring, that whole What a promo. I, 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 Nikki Bella won't be the only w- woman to drop you. <laughs> yeah, that line, I told my husband this. I said, I have never been more turned on in my freaking life. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Oh my god. 
He's like your girl crush on Becky Lynch is that is that out of control status right now. I'm like, that was amazing. Like yeah. just how she just you know, and she you could see it in her eyes that she knew it was coming. And she knew like she was yeah. about to drop the bomb. And then as soon as she did it, she was just so proud of herself. And I was like, do you know what? The one thing that makes me, it it upsets me and it makes me, you know, proud at the end of the day. Is I think the one thing with Becky Lynch I've always been critical of is when they brought her up to the main roster, they didn't want her to be recognisable. Uh, her promos were very scripted. Yeah. And it's from this that they've taken the gloves off and there's this just, I want to say, pissed off, unutilised, disrespected, and now she's going to be heard. Yeah, and two, I feel like they were trying to get her to maybe be more demure with her accent as well whenever she first started, and you could tell that she was trying to hide that Irish accent, you could tell, and you could tell that she was trying to change the cadence with which she speaks. You could really tell. And when you tr- and when you get somebody to do to try and do that, it takes them out of their comfort zone. It takes them out of their right place in their head that they need to be to perform. And so, yeah. you know, as popular and as talented as she was, when you try to do that to somebody and make them unoriginal, that's what you get. And so now that you've let her unleash her inner, well, now I call what Conor McGregor does his inner, the man. But, you know, when you see her unleash that Conor McGregor side of her, it's just the most joyous, most beautiful, savage thing you could ever watch. Like, yeah, just. She she just brings you so much freaking joy just with her savagery. I'd like to that see a. I'd like to see um. I know we've seen it before, but I'd like to see her have a you know like almost like a another to do with Stephanie McMahon, but have Conor McGregor walk out in her corner. I think that'd be just ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Conor, if, if Beth, Conor McGregor toe to toe with a. Uh, Okay, Triple I got H. it. I got it. Becky Lynch versus Stephanie McMahon with Connor in Becky's corner, mm-hmm. Triple H in Stephanie's corner for a special WrestleMania attraction. That's money. Now, that is freaking money. That sounds like red panty night. Connor, but I'm Connor McGregor walking out like Vince. The other one I've got to mention who yep. sort of found some fire this week was Seth Rollins. Yes, yes, he did. He spat a bit of fire in that promo. I, he carried I mean, Mojo freaking Raleigh of all people. Did <laughs> be, be, you know, be I love that line. What you wish for, be careful God what you me. wish for. Even Michael that Cole said that, bastard later That was on. AJ Styles. We, I tell you what, we ain't seen that AJ Styles in a long time. No. Long time. And he had no regrets. Good. 
is 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 it almost it is almost like he's trying to wake up that uh, ruthless aggression that that John Cena type of mm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles is in no f's given mode. That's what no I like to call it. I mean, at this point, I would. I'd be like, okay, number one, y'all are trying to offer me free birth control with all the nut shots I got to take. Number two, <laughs> that shit, Vince. That's why you got knocked out. Uh, that knockout out came straight from Wendy Styles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it was quite a funny thing, though, when they were saying there's no rematches, but we're going to find a way to book Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles again anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was trying to go the different route last week and say, all right, let's put Mustafa Ali in there and get Daniel and Mustafa. But personally, I'm okay with Daniel and AJ again. And personally, anytime I get to see AJ Styles knock down Vince McMahon like he did on that. So oh, I think it's going to be fire, if I'm honest. I think it's going to be fire. Yeah. Um,. I think the thing that kind of pisses me off more, though, is the fact that, like, like I say, reiterate, I know we've already mentioned it, but they never gave Shinsuke and AJ this attention. No. Yeah. No. You know? I think that pisses me off a bit. It's well, been, it's they had been no idea how to use Shinsuke, did they? No. Why well, didn't speak English, did he? No, speak English. <laughs> no, speak English. <laughs> you know? And they couldn't even capitalize on that. No, they were too afraid to do a T-shirt. Well, well, look what the hell he's doing now. Him and Rusev are feuding, and Lana got knocked down. Oh, I kind of want to see a bit more of that ruthless Shinsuke. You do? He came in like a fucking wild animal against Rusev. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Again, like like say to reiterate the fact, look like a different AJ. Yeah. Look like a different Shinsuke. And I think that's a reflection upon creative direction, too, because, you know, if we just see the crap direction creative had during the height of AJ versus Nakamura to now, you know, you, you're kind of seeing an, a reset in place, well, which I think is well, why we're Ryan seeing James isn't had writer had had Booker anymore, is he, on SmackDown? I'm not too sure no. about that. I don't know. I, I don't know. Part of it, I don't think he's Yeah. Yeah, from what I'd read, there was there was someone else leading the booking, someone that had a promotion from NXT. Ooh. Sure. Uh, um, someone. Sure. <laughs> that, that other guy. Someone. That had, someone had, that had, like had a promotion. Yeah, from one NXT, of those. I think. Um, I'm not 100. I'm not 100%. It's just something I read, but I was just like, Christ, you know, it's not. You don't need to give. You just need to get rid of Brian James. You know, he has been the main flaw in booking. You know, from his stupid Batman themed boom zap wallop kabam. <laughs> yes. You know. Don't don't, don't even that, that that stuff that stuff brings me PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> All that stupid writing across the screen like we watching freaking yeah, yeah. rap like that. Mm-hmm. That that just made me like so infuriated as somebody who is like at the time 29 years old watching this I'm like are you serious bro I know we're trying to attract the kids but Jesus Christ yeah. you don't need to be goddamn Sesame Street <laughs> I was yeah. it just it just infuriated me like to this day 
I'm like, if I ever go on Ross on Ross Waddell's little segment on Cultaholic Straight to Hell, that handwriting is going straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, nothing else really noteworthy from Raw or SmackDown. Well, I would no, say... No, they, 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 were, they were pretty dull shows, if I was honest. Um, I did see the NXT rematch with Matt Riddle and uh, Cassius Ono, and Cassius Ono taking out Matt Riddle afterwards. I thought SmackDown was the better show. Oh, yeah. It was. Always is. I thought SmackDown yeah. was the better show. Raw, Raw was yeah. lackluster, apart from, obviously, the obvious Rollins. I feel like right now a lot of this wrestling is on autopilot. Yeah. Except for yeah, New Japan, yeah. really. You know, like Impact has just done two back to back weeks of recaps. Mm-hmm. You know, WWE take Raw and SmackDown ahead of time and all that other mess. You know, so I think like everything's kind of in a holding pattern until next week, really. I think, so that's I think, why. I think all this AEW thing is done. And what what it will do is every time you watch Raw now, you're good, you're just gonna walk away thinking, oh, "That was shit." I can't wait to see AEW and what they do this week. You know, mm-hmm. oh. if they have a weekly <laughs> television too. show, you know, I'd be amazed. Like, well, they. I, I read a few things. It. I'd read a few things regarding obviously is uh, the owner the owner's links. To obviously television deals and yeah, TNT. Um, yeah, yeah. So not exactly how, how that would translate to the UK because we don't have oh, TNT anymore. He's not silly, man. He owns Fulham Football Club. Exactly. He's gonna, he, he, <laughs> you know, he, he'll have that. He'll have that on lockdown. It's it's it's. Just don't go I'm on sure he'll get y'all, he'll, I'm sure he'll get y'all with somebody like maybe Spike in the UK or something like mm-hmm. that, maybe. You yeah. know, like, I'm sure that they'll set y'all up with something good where it's relevant. I'm sure that they'll take care of that because they know that they have a huge UK and European contingent of fans that they have to make sure aren't alienated, which is why I think it may be domestically based here in the beginning, but they are going to do some worldwide distribution, of course. Um, I wonder if you'll... Um... I wonder if you'll go back in for Wembley. We may we may oh, have yes. the equivalent of WrestleMania at Wembley. Mm-hmm. I mean, you already kind of did with Progress. I mean, in my opinion, Progress and ICW and ICW doing the Hydro and all that stuff. Yeah. That yeah. to me is just phenomenal and amazing. And to think that maybe the Bucks and Cody could do that, yeah, but bigger. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap, man! Like chills because. <laughs> I, I I am in love with the UK. Like I have two countries I'm in love with: Japan and the UK. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And for one reason, pro mm-hmm. wrestling, because wrestling. you know, like the UK I've read has more wrestling per square mile than any other country on the planet. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah. And, it and I am so envious of that. The fact that y'all <laughs> can just go like pretty much any day of the week and go see. Anybody in the UK you pretty much want. Um, you know, I just love it so so much. And just, you know, I want something for you guys. Like, I've been wanting you guys to get a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam or a Royal Rumble or a Survivor Series or something for years. Yeah. And, you know, I've been one of the Americans that's like, hey, I'll gladly give up my Houston WrestleMania 
you know, that's four hours away from me and I can drive to just for you guys. Because the British fans are so passionate, so hardcore, so amazing. Like, the chants, the the whole thing with Zach Gibson and taking your shoes Shoes off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching the network and I am so freaking proud. I'm like, I'm like just giving y'all a round of applause, like golf claps all around. Y'all did that. <laughs> it's the two. It's the two wrestling hotbeds: the United Kingdom and Japan. I mean, come on. Exactly. Do you know what made me laugh when Triple H said the the time zone would be an issue, but you've already proved that it's not an issue with the Japan yeah. show, with Australia, Correct. with Saudi Arabia. So five hours is nothing. And they're and they're airing NXT at UK at like two or three p.m. Twelve yeah. or or two in the afternoon. As it is, and they're having a lot of success, you know. As far I as think, I think, I think they're scared. Yeah. I think they're petrified of putting on something big in in the UK, because the they I I don't honestly believe that they can cater for it. Well, let me let me just you know? say this. Let me let me just say this. If they can cater to a dictator for blood money. They can cater to you fine folk in the UK. Okay. There you go. So let me let me just let me just shut that crap down. The only wall we want to build is around Theresa May's house. Just keep her locked in, we're fine. Yeah. Oh geez. You know, did you see Jay White's tweet whenever he got named the bullet the leader of Bullet Club? And he's like, yo, and he actually tagged Theresa May in the tweet. And he said, yes, hey, we both got that vote of confidence. <laughs> I died laughing. I was I was just sitting there just losing it. I'm like, I'm just waiting on him to get all the UK heat. And I'm just like watching everybody like, not nah, cool, Jay. Not nah, cool. <laughs> I really hope they don't put a card over. I really do. Oh. Oh, well... So Michael upset. will tell you. Michael will tell you. I I, I love Switchblade. Love yep. the character. Love his heel heat. I'm a heel girl at heart because I think it's a lot harder to get people to hate you than it is to get people to love you because it's so easy to just go out there and say, "Hello, enter your hometown here. <laughs> enter your <laughs> hey, pop. Here's my sheet pop. Sorry, Mick Foley. I love, love you." I was gonna say, I know you want to got it a win over Jay White. <laughs> I, I I want the rain to stop and for the year of the switchblade to begin. There you go. I just Okada is not in a place right now where he's a threat. He well, I think really the back end. I think the back end of two thousand and nine. The back end of two thousand and nineteen. I think uh, Switchblade will be wearing the gold. Oh yeah. I do he think. He's wearing some form of gold of championship gold, whether it be the IC title or the IWGP yeah. Heavyweight title by the end I, of this year. I think the world title is going to change a couple of times this year. I really do. I think. I so think. That, I think they're going through a transition where. They're going to be saying goodbye to a few with the, you know what I mean? That 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 grace of saying thank you and then handing it over to the future. 
Yeah, I think that Omega is going to end up putting Jay over somewhere yeah. down the line. Yeah. And that's going to be the handover to the new guy who is like the new Gaijin who is a huge success. Because so Jay, Jay White is so freaking good and so yeah, talented for 26. Like he he goes out there and he, he goes out there and he performs like he's been in the business for a, a decade plus. Yeah. You know, not as little as he has. And that's one of the things that like him and Cross have in common is like they have both been in the business for such a short time, but you would swear that they have been in this business for 15 years plus with mm-hmm. the way that they can both draw heat and the way they can both use psychology and both have a crowd just eating out of their freaking palm. You know? I would be cool, wouldn't it, to see Cross with a trench coat with the Bullet Club label on the back. That would be badass. Yeah, uh, that'd be quite cool. That would be quite cool. Yeah, imagine a deck of cards with the Bullet Club logo on the back and he just... Uh, think cool. of this: the underboss and the final boss. Final boss being Cross, underboss being Fale. Mm. World Tag League, rest in peace, everybody else. Is what I say about that shit. <laughs> well, two final things before we get into Wrestle Kingdom. Number one, rest in peace to the late great Mean Gene Okerlund. Oh man, I know. Broke me. It did. Broke me. Gutted. Gutted, man. I mean, that guy, you know, his voice, just the soundtrack of so many memories. Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, even towards the Attitude Era when different things would happen, you know, like there were different memories that he's just there and you hear that voice. I was watching... You know? um... I was watching one of me one of my favorite promos, well, back backstage segments when he was in WCW. You seen the one with the the uh, new blood? Yes. With Mike, Sa- oh, Mike, Mike Sanders. Mike Sanders. Jim Jack and Shane away when he calls Sanders and the rest of them a prick. What's your prick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, this is amazing. I think the Holy best one was when the, when the set fell at that SummerSlam and all of a sudden he goes, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> when Mean James gave no fuck, he did it. Was the greatest thing ever, yeah, and did. like, and even on Legends House, whenever he was, yeah. whenever they tried to scout and get drunk, oh, I was dying. It was husband, holy who was, balls. Who was a very casual fan. Uh, who was a very casual uh, fan of sitting there like, I love this show. I love Mean Gene. I love this one. I love that one. Yeah. You know? I think I would have liked to have seen him come back and do, you know, even at that age, I, I still believe he could have done something. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I really do. You know, like, yeah. do like a special legend battle royal and have him do the ring announcing for that one match, yeah. you know? You know, find a spot for him, do something before he left us. Was but, he you know, in the end. Yes, he was. The, I believe. Yeah, he's he in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, in the end. You know, he did have 76 years on this planet, which is a lot more than a lot of us are afforded. He is an icon. I mean, his death got covered by super-duper mainstream news like CNN, Fox News, 
um, ABC, CBS, Rolling Stone, and here in the States. Um, you know, just seeing the love and outreach, you know, that he got today, or in, in the past couple of days, anyway, you know, it just, it floored me just to see it. And just to know that he was so loved, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, yeah, it's sad that he's gone, but at least we know that he lived a full yeah. life, had yeah. a full career, and he will always be a part of our hearts. And as mm-hmm. long as we keep his memory alive, then he's not going to die. That's the way that I've always viewed it, especially in wrestling where we lose people so often at such a young age. I've kind of had to come to this wisdom at an early age myself of 30, you know, with all the favorites that I've lost before they turn 50 and some of them mm-hmm. that I've, I've ended up outliving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind of have to take on the attitude of, you know, as long as I carry them in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul, then they're not going to be forgotten and they're not going to die. You know, as yeah. long as I, as I show like, uh, one of my nieces or nephews or, you know, if I have children in the future, you know, showing my children a match of like, say macho man or somebody, they're not going to die and they're still going to be carried on. And, you know, it's kind of the way that I've had to view it because wrestling deaths in particular, when they got to be so frequent and got to be so heartbreaking, it got to a point where they almost started to break me. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of had to take a different perspective on it because if I didn't, it was just going to break my spirit. And I was going to fall out of love with wrestling and see it as the devil when really it shouldn't be looked at yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I have such hope for AEW with Cody, you know, discussing a possible union for, you know, these guys that get hurt and don't have insurance and don't have the ability to take care of themselves when they do get yeah. hurt and take that time off. You know, hopefully, maybe the ball gets rolling on that discussion because I think that would really cut down on a lot of that. I think the other thing I have to mention, because you brought this to my attention, Courtney, what's up with Tony Storm and her social media because of these damn leaks that bring game. Okay. Let, Let me, let me just say this. Flat out. I believe that if you share those photos, you were the one that leaked them. And it can be proven and it can be linked to your IP address forensically. Mm-hmm. You need to spend at least a year and a half in prison, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, no good behavior, no bullshit, no nothing, because this has gotten out of control. Paige tried to commit suicide or was suicidal when her leak, when her leak occurred. And now, because there was video and pictures maybe i'm not sure because i haven't even gone into the depths of the internet you have to go to find that crap and i refuse to you know shit like this is why i don't use icloud and you know just people tagging her with those explicit images drove her to leave twitter instagram all our social media and it just it pisses me off to no goddamn end because women especially they get hit with these leaks all the time. Very rarely do you ever hear yeah. of a male getting hacked. Mm. And me personally, 
on social media. My husband, who never uses Twitter, because I would show him the amount of dick pics that I would get on a daily basis because people think just because I'm a girl, I like New Japan and I like wrestling, that, hey, that's an invitation to send me a picture of your too much being a sausage that I will go talk to him and say, want to come here with it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just one of those situations that makes me so angry. I mean, worst thing that, is she's not even that people... full-time yet. She's <coughs> no, only just come off the May Young Classic and stuff. Yeah, and she's just on NXT UK right now, doing her thing. Yeah, some people That's... need to thank the Lord that it's I can't stop of... on their head. It's the type of shit, man, that makes you fucking <laughs> stop doing what you love. That's what that shit is. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope, for, I hope to God that it's not the case, like, but because... You know, if if you're not part of the human, if you're not part of that 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 world anymore, where you're in the you know in the limelight, no one's gonna notice you. You know, I just I just think it's sick. I just I just I just, I, I just don't I don't get what a person would get from invading so much privacy. You know, psychologically, here's why. Because they. These creeps know that they're not going to have a chance to ever see it in person. So they're going to find a way to see it, even if they have to do it by shady means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucked up back to life. But that's why, this, mm-hmm. that's why they do this shit. And the fact that it's not prosecuted as hard as it needs to be prosecuted, it's all a big part of it. And you get away with that shit know, in I the ho- UK. I hope, I hope that Tony comes back. And sees that this hashtag that they got going, I support Tony Storm, has been trending since this crap happened. I just hope she comes back and just realizes that not everybody is like that. Because she is such a sweetheart. Yeah, I like Tony Storm. Like, um, she was curbside at Access after Access was over, Mania Sunday. And my husband looks over and says, isn't that Tony, that Tony Storm girl? And I look over and I'm like, no, it's not. I pull a little off for her. I go, no, it's not. And, he, and I look over and it's her. <laughs> <coughs> and she just has like a conversation with me. Sweetheart. Wow. You know, deserves the world. And... <coughs> Some people need to thank the Lord that I can't find them and die bomb them on their head cross style because I would at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd pay to watch it. Yes. Man. Uh, So we have kind of been over Wrestle Kingdom, but there's a a couple of big matches that we haven't discussed yet. So uh, we've got Cody and Juice, uh, Jericho and Naito, and Omega Tanahashi. Oh, I just, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it because you know, you know, this is possibly. I'm, I'm looking forward to it regardless. The old thing is gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just want, I just want Naito, Son and Jericho, man. I'm a Naito man. Mm-hmm. I, just, I can't wait. <laughs> Naito walking out. I, I see, man. He's walking out. I see. He's hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's got to win the title. <laughs> Jericho can't walk out with it. 
It can't. It can't. It can't be allowed. Yeah, I'm uh-uh. kind of expecting Juice to win the US back as well. Yep. Well, there's also history because it wasn't Cody's debut at Wrestle Kingdom against Juice Robinson and it comes back full circle. Yeah. They're doing this match now. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Gato and that Game of Thrones storytelling of his. Everywhere you look, there is something that's a foreshadow or a callback or something somewhere. Everywhere. Like, you can't look one way without finding something new. Mm. Uh, and we've, well. But I think I think that Juice definitely takes that, though. He has to. Uh, and we've been pretty vocal about Omega Tanahashi ever since the G1 final, haven't we, Butcher? Mm. Yeah, oh, Butcher, yeah. go ahead. I'll see Nahashi. Yeah. See Nahashi. I'm not, just not, I'm just not, I don't know, I don't know about you, Courtney, but Tanahashi for me, I remember seeing him when, when, when back in, first time I laid eyes on him, but actually was around 2000 and... Oh, 2006, when he fought AJ Styles, six. TNA. Yeah. But it was before then. But it was before then, because he was he was a big thing in the Super Juniors mm-hmm. in um, New Japan, and I'd laid eyes on him then, and I just thought I looked at him and I thought, oh, he, he looks. He wasn't as big as he is now in terms of build, frame wise, um, and I just got this image that obviously he was like the guy that was kind of set to replace Liger and then he just grew at, grew at a phenomenal speed um, I don't know I just don't get it I don't get it I think he's like, he's like the saviour like, like like Courtney said stop the ring you know it's it too yeah. for too long faces have Be- dominated the, you know what I mean these baby faces have dominated pro wrestling Fuck with fucking baby faces. <laughs> see, see, like, I can get and I can understand Tana. Because, see, I love his hair. I love his look. I love his whole entire just, you know, he's basically the the wine-drunk soccer mom of New Japan. Yeah. Basically is what I've labeled him. And I love his character, but at the same time, not at the sacrifice of Omega and the star that you have in yeah. him. Not yeah. at that sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. I just felt that, I just felt for me, when when you when you were looking at 2000 and 2018 as a whole, yeah. and you were looking after, you you were looking forward after Wrestle Kingdom. The, and it was, when it does, I, I was all for Kota. Yeah. You know, Kota Bushi winning, and then it being Kota versus Kenny. Wrestle Kingdom 13. That that's the only thing, but that was before Jay White made that just just the pace that he moved up that ladder. Jay White, I have never no. seen in New Japan to this date. Yeah, you know, with what knowledge I have in New mm-hmm. Japan, which is pretty good knowledge, I have not seen a young lion to come back from excursion and then within this calendar year has done all he has done just they were the the only two they were the only two that i could have seen and visualized you know i was hearing juice's name thrown around 
Cody you were expecting to be around, you know, be in and around, you know what I mean? I just didn't see. I didn't see Tanahashi. I wouldn't have even thought about it. And see, and the thing is, is I kind of knew whenever they were throwing Tanahashi and Jay White together, I kind of knew just from how storylines thread in New Japan. Yeah. I knew that that was going to come back sometime. And I just didn't know when. And then when it came back around G1, I was like, oh, now I see where it's going. And that's when I started yeah. to think, I was like, okay, he's going, in, he's going in the Bullet Club. I know that's where they're putting his ass. I know that's where they're putting Jay White. I even know that. After, even after he rejected the T-shirts off, the, off, off Omega. Mm-hmm. Because Tama even said back then that maybe the wrong guy asked him to join. And when Tama yeah, said yeah. that, I was like, I was like, Fuck me sideways. They're putting Switchblade in Bullet Club. They're bringing both a knife and a gun to a fight. <laughs> and New Japan is fucked. I, <laughs> like, basically... I, I, I like the way she said that. The gun <laughs> and a knife to a fight. I like that. What a, what a t-shirt that would be, man. What a one go- crisscross gun and a knife. Yeah, you what? just inspired a t-shirt, Courtney. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can you can ask Michael. Like, I come up, I come up with <laughs> catchphrases like nobody's business. Yep. Emilio, get another like, award ready. Like I like I have a nickname for Jay White that's like a little embarrassing. Oh god. Okay. I call him Switch Babe. <laughs> I like that as well. That's that's for the Switch that's for babe. the women that's for the women fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that's what. That's what we came up with. Like, there's a group of us, and we, and we all love Jay, and, and we all just call each other Switch Babe. So, we're <laughs> like, we need a freaking shirt, Jay. That's 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 that's, how you, that's so catchy. That's it clever. It's very clever. Clever marketing, Miss Summers. <laughs> clever marketing. I like it. A knife and a gun to a fight. Mm-hmm. I even commented that on one of Tama's IG posts, and like it was the most liked comment. And I'm like, and even went under the comment, I was like, Tama, you use this shit, and I don't get an invite to the BCOG party. We're gonna have some problems, brother. You can get taken to Good Brother Court over that shit. <laughs> because I have been around for the Bullet Club guys since the days of Devitt. So, you know. I'm like, I've been tagging Tama like, like every other day on Twitter. I'm like, I love Tama. Yo. I'm like, yo, Tama. I see all these um bandwagon fuckers kissing your ass. When I, I've been there since the very fucking beginning, but that's none of my business. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, I want to go to that block party so bad. I'm like. Even one of my friends on Twitter was like, huh, so you say that you wouldn't tweet about Jay White for six weeks, which is, which would be like a freaking miracle, like Moses parting the freaking Red Sea. If mm-hmm. we got you booked, I'm like, yep, pretty much at this point, yep. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, well... Uh, I think that's it for this week. We've pretty much covered everything. I know it's been a big week, and we've somehow managed to squeeze it into, what, 100 minutes. Uh, 
Yes. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, join us next week at celebration time as we present our 200th episode. We'll be looking back at Wrestle Kingdom and one of our most infamous in-jokes will be fully explained and called back on. Yeah. You can catch uh, me at that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why am I worried? What's an in-joke? I Just know because, like I said, it's it's infamous. It is. Oh, oh okay. It's oh, infamous. Oh crap! Infamous. Uh, you you can catch me at Dazzy MWP. The artist, formerly known as the Butcher, is available at. I can never remember it. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't even like this account. My last account got shut down because of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it it got shut down because you were defending someone, and then an I asshole was, reported I it. I was. I was defending Roman Reigns from a from from a from a vile human being. You know, a vile human being. That's why. Get I'm your shit doing. together, Twitter. And then yeah, they shut my account down. And I don't even like this one. <laughs> Not real. It's 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 a copycat of what was great. You tell it's, them what it is, Daz, because I can't bring myself to do it. It's the alternate attire <laughs> of the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you know what? It's that many letters now. I can't remember either. I know it's is it oh, OG. It's it's, it's B H I T B. Best deal in the business at six nine butcher. That's it. Yep. There you go. Uh, Mike. Yes. You've still got the same account. Yes. At SM Show. <laughs> He's nice. He's a nice guy. I'm a nice man. At SM Show One or at MCL92 on the Twitter, StephenMikeShow.com and SoundCloud MCLarkin92. Uh, I got a lot going on. Just, just, just stay tuned. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, Courtney, promote your Twitter. What you got going on? Feel free, my my friend. Um, I've got two things going on right now. Um, first thing is strong style poetry, one, all one word, dot, um, wordpress.com, the website of nothing but my poetry that is based off of wrestling characters. I've done Killer Cross, I've done Allie from Impact, Witchblade, which he actually just recently, he was my most recent one and he liked it, so it got his approval. Um, you can also follow me on all my social media is at Villainess Havoc, which is the word villain with E-S-S at the end. Havoc, all one, no spaces. All one word, no spaces. And that's where you can find me. There you go. And you know where to find us on social media. It's at Max Wrestling UK. Also Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook. And we're on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Make sure you check out MaxWrestling.net. And like I said, join us next week for Max Wrestling 200. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Bang.